ain't first, you're last. Welcome everybody to the inaugural first ever fantasy football podcast. If you're not first, you're last. This is your host, Commissioner Alan Byrne, alongside Burns himself, Owen Byrne. Hi, Owen. Hi, everybody. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Are you ready for some football? Oh, I can't wait. Next week, All one right. more week, nine days, ten days. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Oh, can't wait. Been too long. It's been too long. It sure has been a long off season, especially with all the COVID situation and what have you. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's been mad. Like with no, essentially no sports there for so long, but now they're all flying back to us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we're recording on Monday, thirty first of August. Big news today: Leonard Fournette let go by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like it's your hustle, ready. but you are cut. I like your hustle. You're cut. Uh, big trouble in Little China for uh, Aina and Nina football team. Yeah, they're running, that's, running that's back. Not his only, that's not his only problem. Well, we'll get to that. But uh, he did the right thing by picking up Raquel Armstead. Uh, it remains to be seen if he's uh, going to get any significant play. But no, you know. <laughs> no, he won't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so last Saturday week we had the If You're Not First, You're Last fantasy football draft. It was 10 teams, 22 rounds. We had three newbies in this year pushing it to a 10-team 10 uh, team league. And, uh, yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. Everyone seems to be happy with, with their teams, but uh, that's for Shocking us to judge. Me so. Shocking so. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to be happy right. after this. Yeah. Okay, let's not beat around the bush. Let's, uh, okay, we're going to start at the top. This is uh, Paul Quinn, first newbie on the board, at the number one pick. Went with Christian McCaffrey as, uh, you know. Naturally. Yeah, Naturally. as stated. He didn't fuck it up from the get-go, you know. So it's normal. <laughs> so how? So what we're going to do is that we're going to uh, we're going to grade out every team, give them our grades A, B, or C. We're going to look at the what we feel are their best pick, what we feel are their worst pick, and of course uh, we're we're open to comments, we're open to suggestions, we're open to responses, and uh, you know, let's have a bit of fun with this. You know, we we don't even agree on everything, so. Correct, correct. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start off. So I've given uh, I've given Mr. Quinn a B grade for his draft. I thought he had a good. He's got. Uh, he's got. He's good in the QB room. Good in the wide receiver room. Middling in the wa- uh, 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 Sorry, he's good in the QB room. Good in the running back room. I think he's middling in wide receiver. Middling in tight end. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, but you know what? Middling is such a polite term. Start as we yeah. need to continue. So I'm giving him a, a, a B grade on how you see him. I also gave him a B grade. 
Um, okay. Solid picks, early doors. Then I felt like he went. I th- I felt like his mistake was three his third and fourth round pick were a QB and tight end. That's a big commitment yeah. early. It is. And it, it is. It really it really hurt his receiving core. Yeah, um, he, true. Didn't, he didn't take a receiver until the sixth round, so he's at, he's light there for sure. Okay, okay. Uh, I put his best pick down uh, being Jonathan Taylor. I thought getting Taylor in the fifth round could end up being uh, could end up being a, 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 a top RB for him uh, and keeping him in the in the playoff hunt. Uh, I like Taylor. I'm going to take Taylor in the fifth had he slid another couple of spots. Uh, uh, I think it was a good pick. Yeah, completely agree. Could easily be a uh, running back one by the end of the year. Easily. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as for his worst pick, uh, there are a couple. <laughs> uh, yes. I thought... I thought Josh Allen kind of uh, uh, leapt out of me, and not because Josh Allen's a bad player. I think Josh Allen's a good player. He's a good fantasy player. But I just thought taking another QB in round seven, I, I, I felt he probably should have doubled up there on on on, uh, on wide receiver rather than going back to the well of the QB. He already uh, locked in Lamar early. I just thought uh, he could have let uh, QB slide a bit further. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, but uh, also this year we have changed our format to a super flex, so he essentially will be playing Josh Allen in place of the wide receiver he could have taken. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I uh, how about thought, you? I thought his worst pick was Alexander Madison. He took him in the eleventh. Yeah. I don't think if Dalvin Cook is there, I don't think he's going to see anything. I don't think that's it's good coverage bit. for the players he has. No, but uh, you can't. I don't think you can rely on Cook to be uh, fully fit all year. He hasn't proven it so far. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like he's drafted a handcuff for a player that he n- doesn't have. And early at that. Yeah, true, true. But if he didn't take him there, he wasn't going to probably get back to him, so... Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't have been concerned that he didn't get back to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Quinn, we're giving you a B grade. We're dissing your team. What you going to do about it? <laughs> he, <laughs> he definitely needs Taylor and Antonio Gibson to step up early. Yeah, yeah. Or else, because his receiving core is light, he's going to need them to step up early doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, agree. Over I agree. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Second pick was Mr. Boo Earns here, my partner in crime. Me. So what, so what we've decided to do is I'm going to grade Owen's team. Owen's going to grade my team rather than doing our own. Uh, I have given the Cleveland Steamers a B grade also. Boo. It's clearly an A. Explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. Explain myself. I think you did a woeful job of drafting quarterbacks. I think you're fairly stacked in the running back and wide receiver departments, and you're pretty good in tight end. But I think you've drafted two QBs 
being Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You have no backup for them. And I, I don't know if you can rely on either of them, really. I wholeheartedly agree that my QBs are garbage. Yeah. So I gave you a D grade for QBs. That's what dragged you dragged you into the mire of a, of a B grade team. It's draggy. <laughs> it is draggy, only. It is draggy. Uh, I'm giving your best pick being your third round selection of Austin Eckler. Eckler falling to you in the third round is just pure... Pure winning material there. It was. It was madness. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that's such value. Such value. He could be an RP1. Uh, Again, was disappointed he didn't slide one more spot to me, you know? Never. (laughs) Never. Running back for the win. Well, I then think your your worst pick was your next pick, being Le'Veon Bell in the fourth. I thought there was such value to be had that you didn't need to go RB again there. You had three, you had three outstanding running backs in Barkley, Sanders, and Eckler drafted, I thought. Taking Bell there was, I don't know, I thought there was better players to be had. But my, my argument back to you is I didn't lose out on anyone. I didn't want Jonathan Taylor. I don't want to take that swing. I didn't want a tight end. They are the two players that went off the board before my next pick, and I got the receiver I wanted, Robert Woods. Boom. I know, but but when you if you didn't take Bell and took Woods instead, and then on the next one you've missed out on other good receivers down along Metcalf, Diggs, Robinson, uh, Sutton, AJ Brown. You know, I just thought they were going to be better than Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is in uh, is in a really shit situation and. Uh, you know, yeah, it's hard to know if he's going to be motivated. I agree that he's in a bad situation, but he's my fourth running back, and I'm quite happy with him. I think it was a bad pick. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your turn. My turn. Okay, let's move on. Okay, we're moving on. Unnecessary roughness at the third pick. Yes, you did. Ezekiel Elliott, standard third pick. Standard. Yep. If you're not picking Ezekiel at the third, you're doing it wrong. I give you a B rating. B. Be I give you your really like your receivers. Loaded. I think PHAT baby. PHAT fat baby. You got Godwin and DJ Moore in the turn of fourth. Great picks. Great. I gave you I gave your running backs a B because David Montgomery is now carrying an injury. Although I do like him if he's fit. And I do not like anything about the Bengals offense and you have Joe Mixon. Their offensive line is a shocker. Terrible now. And they, were terrible they, were they were worse but they were worse last year and he was outstanding. Finished as an RB1. Yeah, but now they have a rookie quarterback coming in. I do not buy the hype. I don't buy it. He's going to lead the league in fumbles. Lead the league in fumbles. You heard it here first. Oh, uh, no. We'll get to Chris Carson. Hold on, Nelson. <laughs> Burn. 
Uh, yeah, your quarterbacks are fine. I mean, you got Drew Brees, but actually, I don't really like them after that, to be fair. Which leads me to Mayfield, Minshew, stacked. Which leads me into the worst pick you made, which I have as Ryan Tannehill. Really? Yes, I think. I think he's a flat. They're clearly a running team, and I think he's just going to regress from the nice spell he had at the end of last season. I mean, he's okay. he's fine. He's not going to lose them again, but he's not going to be decent enough for fantasy for you. I don't believe. I was sure you were going to say Mayfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't like him either, but he probably Sorry? will be better for fantasy. So I who is like my best pick? I who think your best, best pick was DeAndre Swift in the ninth. I think that's good value for him, and I think he's going to take over earlier than potentially some of the other rookies. Yeah, I think he's a good pick too. I actually thought my best pick was Keenan Allen. Having Keenan Allen fall to me at bottom of the eighth, I thought was just crazy. Yeah, well, that's nice for sure, but um, it's... As my fourth wide receiver. No, it's nice. It's it's nice yeah. for sure, but it's just Tyrod Taylor is a bit of a question mark. And whether he gets taken over from by Herbert, who will also be a huge question mark. I mean, it's just there's nothing set in stone there in their QB room. That's what I don't like. Yeah, the thing about it, though, is that Mike Williams carrying injury again. So, you know, he's far and away the number one target. He's at least going to get the PPR work yeah yeah i drafted mike williams yeah good luck with that uh, yeah on a side note uh my timer actually ran out and it auto drafted for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did not mean to draft him yeah All so right. it's a b b rating best swift worst Tannehill. okay okay right we move on to michael green and his donkey ass team <laughs> wow <laughs> Ooh. Right. I've given Michael a, a, a C grade. Have you seen it all? I gave him a B. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. I think he drafted really bad, but he got a B. <laughs> I don't know how that equates. <laughs> You'll see. Uh, well, look. Straight off the bat, I think his worst pick was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's his worst pick because he picked him in the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's obviously obviously a great player. He's obviously a great pick, but in the first round, yeah. you don't uh, want really. Fourth overall is not good. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, you know, with the guys on the board that came after Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, you you, you would have taken most of those uh, ahead. Uh, but he doubled down then in round two by not taking an RB. And then he took George Kittle. Uh, worse, worse mistake than Quinny did. He did it in one and two when Quinny had done it in three and four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, at least he got Aaron Jones coming coming back in round three, which was got some lucky. sort of save. Yeah, got yeah. lucky is right. But, uh, uh, but 
uh, as as his video to the group during the week, he 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 will be hoping that J.K. Dobbins busts out because uh, he could be looking he's for. Uh, yeah, he's he, he's going to need an RB too. I think Todd Gurley's not going to stand up to it. Uh, Duke Johnson, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm it's Brown thin. is still it's at thin. the top of the Rams depth chart. <laughs> Just saying. So yeah, so look, I gave him I gave him an A uh, for his quarterbacks, Jimmy G and Jared Goff backing up Mahomes. I think that's yeah. three solid picks. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. I gave him a C for his running backs because I think he's too light. I gave him um, a B for wide receivers. Uh, Cooper Cup, Corlin Sutton, Michael Gallup, all good picks. Um, as tight ends, uh, you know, Hunter Henry could be great, could be crap. Really hard to know. Uh, no offense. Yeah, absolutely. He could be an absolute breakout, though. You know, at least Fant has shown it. Henry hasn't been able to stay healthy, so we'll have to wait and see on that, you know? Yeah, um, that's why I gave his tight end room an A. I gave them an A. That's what brought him up to the, the B okay. overall. I see, I see. Uh, I gave his best pick being Michael Pittman Jr. in the 12th round. I think... He could be one of the best uh, rookie wide receivers this season. Yeah, I think he's going to be slightly good. Is exactly what the Colts needed. A big body receiver. I think Philip Rivers is really going to love him in the red zone. I think so, yeah. A.K.A. Mike Williams in his rookie year caught, what, 10 touchdowns or something ridiculous, yeah. you know? Yeah. The, on, the only issue with him is he could be very touchdown dependent and putting him in your starting lineup is never going to feel comfortable. Yeah, true, true. Um, what have you given him? Best pick, worst pick? I, I thought his best pick was Michael Gallup in the eighth. I think he's going yeah. to get a lot of the target share in, in Dallas. And yeah. I think it's going to be a solid third receiver for him behind target hogs, Cooper Cup and Cortland something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, are you giving his worst pick Mahomes as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, again, it's because, of course, it's, again, it's because um, you picked him at number four. Yeah. I'd also yeah. like to, uh, an honorary mention to him being, picking a defense in round 11. That was also... Mistake! All right, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. All righty. And so we move on to Kieran Kenna and the Happy Galladays. It's a good job you picked Kenny G or else that name would have sucked. Yeah, because <laughs> rook, rookie move picking that name before the draft. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, I, was, I was so tempted to take him at 3.3, uh, at, at uh, but I went with Godwin. Anyway. So I've given uh, a Mr. Kenna a C grade. He wasn't happy with his his own draft, and no, I'm not. I'm not no, he wasn't. Not he wasn't, sure. and either are we. <laughs> true that. True that. Uh, C rating. C rating. Yeah, I've given him a C rating as well. His QBs, I like. I like where he's at. Matt Ryan, 
Tom Brady. But his backup was Sam Darnold, who he then uh, dropped yesterday or today, uh, which now leaves his leaves his B grade and QB in a precarious position. You know, Matty Ice and 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 I think Tom Brady's going to do some stuff uh, fancy wise, certainly in 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 Tampa, but uh, but not. Yeah, you, know, you would assume. Yeah, but like yourself, without any kind of backup, you know, it's leaving you a little bit light. You know. Yeah, yeah, and there's definitely uncertainty around Tom Brady, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. New place, year older. I thought he wasn't yeah. as accurate as he has been last year. Maybe, it's maybe, but he, but, but he's got, he's got serious weapons. Oh yeah, but there yeah. Are, uh, the, the issue I think is I think there's going to be a regress for some of those receivers as well, is because. Tom, I don't think he's going to be bombing it down the sidelines like Jameis was last year. Yeah, yeah, so true. catches for them aren't going to be 40 yards. They might be 20 yards, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely his, going to be slower offense. True, true. Uh, his running backs, again, I'm very undecided. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be absolutely brilliant or he's going to struggle. There's yeah. going to be no in between. So yeah, hard to know. I, I agree. I think yeah, he's going to be one or the other, and you're either on that bandwagon or you're not. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a difficult one. Yeah. By mid-season, Mark Ingram could have lost his starting job. Yeah. Also, Sony Michelle might have lost his starting job before the season starts. Bo Scarborough may not be on a team. <laughs> He's not Car- even in the conversation for the starting job. Carlos Hyde uh, is a decent pick uh, further down. You know, he could potentially start for Seattle. He was a 1,000-yard rusher last year uh, yeah. because Chris Carson is an injury case, you know? Yeah, he's also, an absolute sick note. Also suffers from fumbleitis, you know? That's for sure. Uh, and then look, I've given I've given his wide receivers a B grade, despite the fact he is Michael Thomas and Kenny Galladay drafted. I just felt that uh, he has no that AJ, AJ Green, John Ross doubling up on the Bengals wide receivers. Uh, yeah. Alan Lazard may or may not break out. Larry Fitz and Andy Isabella doubling up on the Cardinals wides. I don't know if he yeah. did that on purpose or. I don't think he did. <laughs> Handcuffing those, handcuffing those Cardinals and Bengals wide receivers. Yeah, fantasy yeah. gold. <laughs> He's not even handcuffing starters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you are. <laughs> what? What do you think was his best pick? Uh, I think his best pick was Daryl Henderson. Got him all the way down in the 18th. Could potentially be the man in uh, in in Los Angeles. Interesting. Don't know if he's going to be the man there, but I mean it's definitely possible, for sure. Absolutely, it's, it's within possible. within the realm of possibility. Absolutely, absolutely. I uh, thought his best pick was Alan Lazard in the thirteenth round. Yeah, I think he's yeah. going to be the clear number two in um, Green Bay. Clear number two. Yeah, because yeah. none of I those other so guys too. stepped up at all last season. 
And then in a draft littered with uh, picks, my most uh, pick is Bo Scarborough. Mistake! Absolutely. In the 16th round. Oh. I'm not even... When he was drafted, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so coming back in if he didn't pick Bo Scarborough the next guys off the list were AJ Dillon Adrian Peterson Carlos Heidi took Malcolm Brown Jordan Howard a uh, couple of starters there you know Naheem yeah. Hines could have been taken uh Jordan Howard is probably the starter in, in Miami. Got taken yeah, like by you like four or two round later or whatever. Um, oh, I just thought you have carry on Johnson and you have DeAndre Swift in there now. As I said, Bo Scarborough could be lucky to be on the roster come the season start. Oh, for sure. For sure. They're, yeah. they're not looking towards him to <clears throat> progress in the team. That's it. Uh, and I'll also give an honorable mention to the fact that he had drafted three tight ends, count them, three tight ends in the first ten rounds. That's not the strategy I would have taken. <laughs> he is looking for a blakeout, though. He absolutely is looking for a blakeout. It's <laughs> a so good look at that, Mr. Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. All right. Year for the happy <laughs> right, we're going to move on. We've okay. got Ana and the Nina football team. I like the name. Very, very right. creative name. <laughs> you should get a job in Washington. <laughs> right. I've given Mr. Costello a B grade. I also gave him a B grade. However, okay. there's a caveat to that. Breaking, <laughs> new, breaking news is crippling his team. Yep. So, breaking news is Leonard Fournette is without a team. Alvin Kamara has not shown up for work. Melvin That's Gordon true. has the black lung. <laughs> I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's a that, that is a tough start. That is a tough start. Yeah, that's four of his or three of his first four picks. In trouble, all at the running back position. Yeah, and I had him graded as running back B, but that could easily slide into C or D at this point. Uh, dropping his grade from a B to a C. But, ah, look, I'll leave him at a B. Uh, you know, Fournette could land in a good spot. There aren't yeah. many, yeah. but he could. Um, yeah, uh, even without Fournette, he might be alright. He might be okay if Kamara and Gordon play. He might yeah. be okay. Yeah. I would uh, assume Fournette's going to go somewhere anyway. I doubt he'll be uh, out there too long. Yeah, yeah. He is pretty light in the uh, in the QB department. Uh, Aaron Rodgers 
uh, Daniel Jones uh, heard a good stat about Rodgers today that he is outside the top 10 in the 100 players of the season uh, poll thing that the NFL do for the second time or third time in the last decade. And the last two times he did it, he crushed it the following year. So he'll be really hoping uh, A-Rod, A-Ron puts up some uh, some good numbers. I do not buy that hype. <laughs> I think he's going to have a, I'm going to think he's going to have a, a bad year. Says the Bears fan. <laughs> yeah. But he's uh, the most overrated player of all times. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, we talk about this a lot. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And uh, Danny Dimes is running a gauntlet to start the season, so he could be on the free agency list out there for the waivers by week four. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He might be uh might be looking uh for a bit of trade ski with Gardner Mitchell, you know? Trade bait. Trade bait, trade bait. Um which then leaves us uh with his third QB, who I think is his worst pick. Uh which is Tua. Um I think that Tua is going to get time eventually because obviously Fitzmagic is Fitzmagic. Uh, but I think he's in a bad situation. I just don't think this is the, going to be the year for him. He's going to get some time next year. could be great. But but for him, then, as your backup, you're saying Danny Dimes is, uh, has an awful schedule to start the season. So you can't swap in Tua. Two is not going to play. So I just think he's a bit light. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I just yeah. think that was a bad pick. There was other guys, other guys hanging around there. Uh, Roethlisberger, who you took, Derek Carr. You know, Min- a couple Min- other Min- options. Minshew, yeah. You could add Minshew there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I think his best pick was Deshaun Jackson. 16th round. Yeah, Steel. I agree. Stolen. Stolen is right. Had I seen him myself a little earlier on, probably would have snapped him up. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's the clear front runner for the number one uh, wide receiver in in Philadelphia. You know, and uh, yeah, and um, so as he could stay fit. Even their even their new rook got injured the other day. Some yeah, shoulder problem yeah. in training. And uh, and adding Djax. As number four behind Marquise Brown, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, he's looking good in the wide receiver spots. Number five, he's got Tyler Lockett as well. Oh, Tyler Lockett as well. Nice. Stacked. Stacked. Yeah, yeah looking good. Fat, baby. Looking good. I agree with his best pick being DJX because that is steel. Absolute steel. I thought his worst pick was David Njoku. He took a handcuff for Austin Hooper, who he had already drafted. He now has two Browns tight ends. That's just <laughs> not going to work out. <laughs> who likes a Brown tight end, you know? <laughs> That's going to be probably the worst part of a Browns offense to be a part of. Never mind having both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Njoku couldn't get it done on his own, you know, how is he going to get yeah. it done uh, with, the, with, with the, like a Hooper yeah. in there? 
Yeah, tough goal. There's too, tough many, goal. There's too many, too many mouths to feed there. Yeah, too many. Okie dokie, okay. let's move on. No place like my home. Here's uh, newbie number two, our American friend, Andrew Ancy. Uh, picked uh, seventh overall, kicked it off with Derek Henry, followed that up with, uh, with D-Hop uh, before, uh, you know, making an awful choice. In, uh, in 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 a QB, A a QB and B Dak Prescott in the third round. I think look, I think Dak is 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 a good fantasy player, but in the third round again, way too early for him. He's garbage. Let's see. But I've given Mister Ancy a B grade. I've beat him out. Uh. Because I think I think his QB room is an A. Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, looking pretty good for fantasy. Yeah, you know, I, those, those... I, I give his QB room an A. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some. Uh, he's got some fancy players there. Yeah. Uh, I gave his running back room a B as well, but. Oh, it could really go either way. It could go either way. You know, Derek Henry's a lock, obviously. But following that up, David Johnson, Raheem Mostert, Matt Breida could all be gold or could all be garbage. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I gave his running back room a C because his only lock doesn't catch passes. That is also true. Doesn't catch passes. That's his only lock at running back. And that's why he, he, I didn't like his running back room. I like David Johnson. I think he might have a nice season. But when he when you're going to be relying on him week in, week out, we've seen in past years that that does not work. Yeah. Miss, Mr. And Kenna can attest. <laughs> he sure can. He sure can. <laughs> And most are the same. Most are obviously in a high-powered running offense, but uh, being part of a stable, yeah, he'll get his chances, but he has to make the most of them. You know, that's it's a big uh, committee. It is. It is. Yeah, Matt Breed is the same. Probably not the starter in Miami. Will probably do better than Jordan Howard, but Howard could snag all the goal line work, and uh, just but he'll just, catch the passes. He'll catch the passes. So, I believe that his best pick was Brashad Perryman in the 17th round. I agree. I think, I think Perryman is going, to, uh, is going to be the top number one target in uh, what will be uh, an awful offense <laughs> in, 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 at the New York Jets. But, uh, but he has potential to be the deep, the, the deep threat and... Uh, and uh, and to do some damage, you know. Yeah, well, I think um, getting him at uh, in seventeen, he's the number one receiver on his team. I mean, that's always going to be a good value. He's going to sh- yeah. steal yeah. all a lot of the target share. I mean, he only has to catch probably half of his targets, and he's still going to have the bones of hundred catches. Yeah, because he's going to be the deep threat. He's going to get touchdowns. I think it's it's a value. It's a value at seventeen. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've I've got two players for his worst. His worst pick. I cannot. Be, I, I can't pick between them. Uh, the first is uh, is Gronk in the fifth. He's my. He's the just, one I picked. He is the worst. Pick. Yeah, it's it's just it's just so early for him. Just, uh, I, I I don't know. I, I Gronk. It's not going to be the same Gronk. No way. The last and, time uh, we saw Gronk was not the same Gronk. Yeah, yeah, and now he's lost a so, pile of weight. Yeah, I, he's not. I, 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 look, I, I. It's not the pick per se. It's it's where he picked him. It really is yes. where he picked him. I think fifth was just so early, so much on the board. Players that went after him, Metcalf, James Conner, Stephen Diggs, Alan Robinson, Deshaun Watson, Devin Singletary. I would have taken every single one of them ahead of Correct. Uh, Rock, you know? Correct. Uh, and, and, and I'm following that up with, uh, with, uh, with Lamar Miller in the 12th. Again, Lamar Miller... Walked in the door, signed his contract, and fell over. You know he's already on the on the pop list. And, the uh, it has to be has to be the, at least the third running back, if not the fourth, on the team. You've got White in there. You've got uh, Damien Harris. You've got Sony Michelle. Yeah, Lamar Miller again would be looked to be on the on the on the field or on the on the roster. And I just thought uh, he was a strange signing. Even he was. He was. And guys, uh, running backs came after him: Gibson, uh, Duke Johnson, uh, Tevin Coleman, Zach Moss. You know, again, I probably would have taken all those. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but look, a solid B, a solid B for Mister Ensi. Um, yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Alrighty, alrighty, moving on. Hustler thirteen. Keen Hussey started off with Nick Chubb uh, at the eighth spot. Uh, doubled up nicely with Josh Jacobs, uh, which uh, led me to give him an A for his for his wide uh, for his running back room. Uh, Devin Secondary, Tree Cone, AJ Dillon all backing him up. I think that's a fairly solid group. Uh, Overall, I gave him a B. I think he's uh, he's a little light again in the in the quarterback room. Uh, Carson Wentz, who we heard this week is carrying an injury again. Uh, Joe Burrow needs him to break out. Teddy Bridgewater, don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. So it's Teddy a little. Teddy Bridgewater is the safest QB he has. Yeah, and that's. That's not where you want to be. No. New uh, system, new team, new everything. Yeah. I think he is also stacked at uh, wide receiver. Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, Jarvis Landry, C.D. Lamb, Sterling Shepard, Curtis Samuel, Chase Claypool. Stacked. Loads yeah, of options. Loaded. loaded. Possible breakout in Claypool, possible bounce back in Curtis Samuel. That's looking good. That is looking yep. good. Um, and uh, and tight ends, Higby, 
You're really hoping he's going. Yeah, but he showed he can do it, uh, and I think he, I think he'll continue to do it. But adding Jay Sternberger. Not a good rubbish. pick. Rubbish. Uh, he may or may not be the starting tight end uh, in Green Bay. And then Kyle Rudolph after that, who again has never really been a good fantasy, uh, a good fantasy no, tight end uh, outside of the week here there. Yeah, he's never produced. Yeah. I mean, a lot of tight ends in the league are touchdown dependent. Outside, maybe there's probably five, six guys who are are getting the catches consistently to make them playable, but Kyle Rudolph has been so inconsistent with touchdown catches. I mean, yeah. he could have four in a season, but that, they might come in two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's never been a reliable um, tight end to have. No, I uh, I actually ended up rating his Keen's whole roster as a C, but it's because his QB and tight end rooms are just really letting him down. Yeah, yeah, and I think his worst pick is Sternberger. I just think, uh, yeah, agreed. He took him. He took him a place before T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, after that, then was uh, Chris Herndon, Noah Fant, O.J. Howard. Dallas Goddard, all went after him again. You know, Hawkinson I, should have been the pick there. I think if he had not drafted E.J. Steinberger, he could have picked him up now off the free agency list. True, true. Uh, so there you have it. Kino, a B from me, a C from Owen. Although, I thought your best pick was Sterling Shepard in the 12th. Oh yeah, I actually thought his best pick was Jarvis Landry in the ninth. I thought uh, as a wide receiver, uh, your wide receiver four, I thought was a, a really really nice pick. He's always a volume guy. Always ends up as a as a QB two, or a wide receiver two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice picks. Alrighty, so we move on to our last newbie, Ben Alexander. Ben. Welcome, the defensive man. man. <laughs> oh man, this is bad. love that defense. Love that defense. I have given Ben an A draft grade. You're the A, Ben. You're the A. I've given you an A, Ben. I think you did it despite loading up on defenses towards the end of the draft. <laughs> Still giving you an A. <laughs> so here we go. Why am I giving you an A? I'm giving you an A because your QB room is solid. Yeah. Derek Carr backing up Matt Stafford and Deshaun Watson. Stafford uh, stays stays uh, stays injury free. You know yeah. he's going to be fantasy gold. I think Deshaun Watson. We all know what he can do. And Derek Carr is. He's he's a solid QB and gets no respect Fly, really, you know. Flying under the radar. Yeah. His whole career. Uh, I've given his his running back room a C. Dalvin Cook is obviously good but injury prone. Followed up by James Conner, who's obviously good but injury prone. Followed up by Marlon Mack, may or may not have a job, uh, or or 
will certainly lose the starting job as the season goes on. Philip Lindsay's an interesting choice. Melvin Gordon's got the black lung. I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. Um, you know, he, he could come in and be outstanding. Adrian Peterson in the 16th round is my favorite pick. I think that's the best uh, best value pick because Darius Geis is gone. That means they're going to run Adrian Peterson again this year. Antonio Gibson's going to be in for gadget plays, etc. But I think uh, I think Peterson's a really solid pick down there. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been taking all the first team snaps. He's been him and Gibson have been taking all the first team snaps at training camp. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's good. I like the value of Debo Samuel in the twelfth. Yes, I think once he gets over this injury and they're, they're already he's already been seen running around on the field and shit. He once once he gets going again, he's the number one receiver in an offense. Maybe. Is a bit shaky, but he's going to be getting all a lot of the target share. Him and Kittle. He is, but he's going to have to fit him in with Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk. Stacked. Loaded. Loaded at wide receiver. Yeah. Your worst pick, Ben. Your worst picks, Ben. Four defenses. Mister. I hope you realise you're only allowed to play one each week. Oh, wow. Special mention to picking up Washington's defence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they're bad. They are bad. They're bad. <laughs> I don't mind the Indianapolis Colts and the Dallas Cowboys picks, but there is no reason then to pick up Minnesota Vikings. James Washington went after him. He could have taken him. Uh, other guys following on Damien Harris is good pick late Anthony McFarland good pick late you know uh, Van Jefferson good pick I just thought uh, loading up on defences you know I think you can stream defences from what's left over uh, but uh, but look gives him some uh, some droppable fodder you know but all yeah, in all he had, he had a solid draft up to that point all in all I think he's the man to beat right now I think he's, yep. he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's well set up. So well done, Ben. Best of luck with that. And then finally, oh, finally, we move on to Easy Company 101, Porrick McGovern. Porrick, Porrick, Porrick. Wow. You did not start strongly, Porrick. Get that mistake button ready, Daryl. <laughs> so okay Pork uh, started with Travis Kelsey at the back of the first I don't hate that I don't hate that pick Travis is the top tight end for targets touchdowns you know um, I, I, I don't hate it I don't hate it at the back of the first I don't hate it but I don't like it <laughs> I mean you just, there was so many guys there, running backs and receivers. There was only there one was. receiver off the board. Yeah, yeah, he could, he could have. Uh, yeah, but but Travis Kelsey is every bit as good as could ever have. You know, as many points as some of the rest of those receivers came along. So I don't hate that pick. Yeah, for sure. It's but definitely I, not his I, worst I, pick. Ah, uh, his worst pick is the next one. It's Chris Carson. 
Yes, it is. What were you two. thinking? With Josh Jacobs, Kyle Edwards, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Kenny Drake, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, all sitting there. I just think for a guy who's so injury prone, he's so fumble prone, he's in a good defense but can't, or a, a good offense, but he can't stay healthy. Um, Carlos Hyde is in there now. I, uh, if you ha- you probably would have got him at the next swing. Oh, I agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I think he could have taken he could have taken Josh Jacobs or Joe Mixon or someone there, uh, and he could have been there at the bottom of the third. Yeah, you'd have been unlucky not to get him in the third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so look, and then uh, follow that up with, 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 with a QB before you hit uh, some uh, some decent wide receivers. I think your wide receiver room is really good. Cooper, Diggs, Robinson, Edelman, Ayuk, possible breakout, Golden Tate, probably Target Hog in New York, uh, Sammy Watkins, yeah. Lizard King, you know. He got a run there of Cooper, Diggs, and Allen Robinson, and I think... I think he actually got lucky that it fell to him that way. Yeah. He could have re like he he got away with not crippling himself early with those guys falling back to him. He yeah. definitely he yeah. definitely got lucky there. Yeah. Um and again, like we've seen a couple of times, light in the QB department. He's obviously got Russell Wilson who's outstanding. His second one is Cam Newton. We don't know how that's going to work out. And then he's got no one else to back that up. Uh, yeah, I agree. So it's hard, it's hard to know. And then, uh, you know, took three defenses. Trying to give Ben a run for his money. Also drafted one very early in the 12th. 12th, yeah. Early, early going. Uh, made... I think the, the the vital mistake in 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 fantasy and uh, drafting players from his own team. He's oh got yeah. Four Patriots. Four yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's like a mistake. It. It's a mistake to have too many players on one team, and true. In general, but definitely to draft them all from the Patriots this year was probably not the smartest of decisions. Uh, no, no, um, because his issue is whoever gets to play him in week six is going to have a field day, because in week six, he's missing Russell Wilson, Jared Cook, Julian Edelman, James White, Cam Newton, Nikhil Harry, New Orleans Seeds defense, all missing in week six, so... Uh, Whoever he gets in week six, you know, so he's going to be up against. Yeah, that's for sure. Because in week six, he's going to be playing Michael Green and his donkey-ass team, who uh, <laughs> sleep, who who sleeper given uh, Michael Green a 99% chance of winning that week. So <laughs> let's just mark a W for Mr. Green then. One and, win uh, in the bank. Best of luck with that pork. Next. So there we go. There we go. 
Team Quinn, Grade B. Blue Urns, Grade B. Al's team, Grade B. Michael Green is Donkey S team, Grade C. Kieran Cannon, Happy Holidays, Grade C. Aina and the Nina football team, Grade B. Deck to the Future, Grade B. Keen the Husser, 13, Grade B. Ben Alexander, the defensive man, gets an A grade and the man to beat. And Pork and Easy Company 101 get a grade C. So there you have it, guys. We are a week and a half away from kickoff. Thursday week, kicking off another year of NFL football. Chiefs, Texans to start, too. Woo, it's going to be nice. Tasty. Tasty. Oh, I'm so jacked. I cannot wait oh, for it to start. It's going to be wait. <laughs> and guys, so we're going to be here. We're going to uh, do a weekly rundown every week. Uh, if you want to send us any comments you have about this podcast, anything we have to say about your teams, uh, hit us up with some messages. Put them on the open uh, WhatsApp group or WhatsApp us directly, and we'll, uh, we'll relay those comments during our next podcast. And uh, you know we're looking forward to it. Let's uh, let's get some downloads. Happy listening, and uh, let's see where we can go with it. You know. Yeah, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be an interesting year. There may be a lot of guys missing at inopportune times. Could Absolutely, be, could be tricky. Could be tricky. Not just not just week six for Park, you know. No, not just week six for Park. We we could all have our week sixes during the year. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least Park knows he's having his in week six. Yeah, he can plan his out. <laughs> uh, one in the uh, in the last column. That's it. That's it. And look, uh, just just to uh, to recap, uh, this is a keeper league. Uh, so at the end of the season, before uh, we do next year's draft, you'll be allowed to keep three players. Uh, and from what I understand, is where you take that player is. Uh, you're gone for that round. So if uh, if Mr. Quinn holds on to Christian McCaffrey, he obviously doesn't get a pick in the first round, but that could work out. He could get Christian McCaffrey and be drafting at spot 10. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, easily, you know, uh, Kieran could hold on to Bo Scarborough in the 16th, and then he'd have no pick in the 16th. So, you know, that, that's how it's going to work. <laughs> um uh, but interestingly, uh, with trading this year, I know uh, some people like to trade, some people like to trade rape, <coughs> burns, and uh, <laughs> trading is obviously open. Uh, you're all big boys; you can trade whoever you like. But anyone who uh, who's bringing the uh, integrity of the league or the league into disrepute, uh, you know, the commissioner can veto uh, trades. Uh, but otherwise, trade away. Uh, the Sleeper app also allows you to trade draft picks for the coming years. So if you are a contender and you're looking for someone who's on a team who's not a contender, Take uh, yeah, you can offer you can offer a draft pick from next year's draft. So just something to think about, uh, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks' time after the first weekend of football. Uh, enjoy it and uh, 
I will talk to you soon. Yeah. Enjoy the first weekend, guys. Yeah. Um, and before we go, we'll have a word from our sponsors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't have any sponsors. Anyone wants to sponsor our podcast, uh, feel free to uh, to drop us a DM and, uh, you know, we'll put your product, uh, you know, front, 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 front and center. In front of the masses. In front of the masses. In front of the masses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so it's over now. Podcast 001 in the books. Let's get ready for football. Talk to you in two weeks. Goodbye. Adios.